The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd, and our program today, Miracles and Milestones. Percy, happy 100. I tell you, in thinking about when we first began this, uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to get to 100 shows. <laughs> uh, it's been a lot of work. It's been a lot of energy and effort, but what a tremendous uh, opportunity we have had And things are so well and so good. So I want to also congratulate you also of being part of that. It has been fun and rewarding. We're going to look back over some of the most popular programs we've done here today. Yes, we're going to take a look at our top 10 shows that have been received very well, that have been impactful. And we're just going to highlight them and go through them very quickly and reminisce over the 100 shows that we've done, my friend. Open with scripture for us. Our opening uh, spiritual nugget is found in Psalms 118, verse 28 and 20. 29, thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. Uh, verse 29, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercies endureth forever. And that is certainly the case over the 100 shows that we've done here. We're going to get to those highlights here in just a moment, but let me remind you that if you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And we'll offer a free resource, and I'll mention that in just a moment on today's program. Percy, uh, we've chosen 10 of our most popular programs to highlight. Number 10 on that list is called My Cancer Story, and it features a wonderful woman named Dee Pert. Dee is wonderful, and her husband, and she talks about in the context of that interview how cancer was a wake-up call for her. Let's listen as you talk with Dee. How does it feel to be a three-time breast cancer survivor? Well, it's not a journey I would have chosen, but it's one that, you know, God said, this is my cross for you to bear. And so that's the journey I'm on. Step us, if you will, a little bit through your journey. The first time around, it was it came as a shock. There's no cancer in my family. Um, you know, I'm one of those people that tries to eat well, exercise, do the right things. Sure. And I was on this trajectory at work where, you know, um, in the last five years, I'd gotten four promotions. And I just received a job offer that I really wanted, and I was flying high. Okay. And uh, then it was like, er, stop, you have breast cancer. Mm. So... Um, What my husband and I did was we just decided that, you know, we're going to research this thing. We're going to tackle it. We're going to just get through it. And that was my attitude. Get through it and just keep going. And even during my treatment for breast cancer the first time, um, I continued to work. You know, I took one day off and then I would work from home the second day. And then third day I was back in the office. Okay. So life didn't change that much other than we had this little bump in the road that was called breast cancer. Sure. 
Um, fast forward four years, and then I get cancer in the other side. And I said, you know what? Um, I always have the philosophy that if, if things bad are happening to you, then, you know, you must be going to do something really great because the devil is working overtime to stop you. And so um, I looked at it that time and I said there was something I didn't learn the first time. Mm. And I said, oh, well, <laughs> I guess, Lord, that's something you're trying to tell me that I need to stop. And And I've learned, especially the third time, that, you know, this is an early warning signal that we need to stop all this craziness about jobs and careers and what we think is important mm-hmm. and really focus on what is truly important, and that's understanding Jesus. My husband likes to, to tell us, um, you know, that he heard a speaker one time say that Jesus is more concerned about your spirit than your body. And that reminds us when we are going through cancer that it's our body may be going through certain things, but Jesus is right there beside us, walking with us, holding us. Sometimes he's even carrying us. Sure. And, you know, sometimes people can be insensitive without really understanding that they are. Cancer is not a death sentence. It's a wake-up call. What was your aha moment? And, and, and how can we possibly share that to help others listening today? Well, if you if you view cancer, any tragedies in your life as as a wake up call, a point to stop and really figure out what's important in life. And, you know, we sometimes get carried away in the day to day. And and it's easy to do because, you know, it's these time constraints and these limits that we all have around us. Absolutely. But if we can just pick our heads up above that and say, what is it real? What is really important in Mm. life? And if we can say that, you know, we can kind of look around and say, yeah, these things are important and I need to do them, but it shouldn't take up my whole life. And so my aha moment, especially in time three, was, you know what, maybe these cancer journeys aren't just for me, they're for everybody. And for the people around me to see how I live out my faith, to see how I... um, React, you know, because a lot of times people will will get cancer, and right away they're just so angry with God. Yes, and I tell my participants, you know what? It's okay to be angry with God. I said, just read the Psalms. You know, it's sure. a lot of anger in there. Yeah, but then just remember that God is there, walking beside you. He's holding your hand. Sometimes He has to carry you. I mean, at one point in my treatment, I just I was laying in bed and I said, God, if you want me out of this bed, you're going to have to get me out because I cannot do it. And I think once we realize that we can't do this alone, that God puts people on this earth to help us down that journey, that he's there with us. Um, and journaling is, is a big part of that. You know, I know so many people who get so much out of journaling yeah. because it allows you to put down your thoughts and you don't have to share them with anybody. But then once you're ready, it's great to share those thoughts. What a wonderful lady. Deep Hurt talking to us so much here on the program. Indeed she did, and she's doing so much good work in the community with her cancer experiences. Well, that was program number 10. Program number 9 on the list of our top 10 was food ideas for cancer patients. Well, we've talked a lot on the shows over the year about food and the power of nutrition and etc. So this show is going to help give people some insight about foods of the Bible that may have cancer healing properties to them. And by the way, there are links to all of these programs at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. All 10 of these most popular programs. And the resource we're offering fits right in here as well. It's called Foods of the Bible. You can download the resource at healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, number eight on our list is a young lady named Tara Bay. Now, tell me about Tara. 
Tara is a phenomenal cancer patient and woman who talked about how her experience of going through a long-term battle with cancer allowed her to see her seeds of faith planted in others' lives begin to produce fruit. Here's Percy with Tara Bay. You've got a year and you're going to be okay. I just heard those words loud and clear. I had wow. a pullover wow. and I just cried. And then I found out that the treatment I would be doing was exactly a year. So I knew that that was just God's hand in there. It was amazing. I can't imagine going through cancer and not being a Christian and having God in your corner because there were days when I just didn't think I could do it anymore. There were days when I just I didn't have the strength, so I had to pray, and I'm like, God, I need that strength to keep going. And so I've really learned how important it is to have that faith when you're going through something big, whether it's cancer, whether it's another illness, anything major in your life. And I've always known that my purpose on earth was to help people because I've always been that person that everybody went to. But dealing with this, God has been able to use me in so many ways. I've talked to so many different people. I volunteer to talk to newly diagnosed cancer patients over the phone and in person. And over the phone, you don't see their facial expressions. You hear a voice. When I first answer that phone, they're unsure, they're angry, or they're sad. By the end of that conversation, which lasts about a half an hour to you know an hour and a half, there is a different person on that phone. They're not as scared. Sometimes they have they've been laughing. Sometimes they have a smile in their voice. Sure. So it's amazing to be able to see how God is using me to just kind of give hope to people. And so it's been a real big blessing to be able to see that because most of the time you don't get to see the end result. When right. you plant seeds. Right. So God has allowed me to see that through this time. And I don't know, it helps to give me more hope and just reaff- reaffirm that that's my purpose here. What would you say to that person listening right now? I would say, don't give up hope because God is amazing. Because I was stage four, didn't think that I was going to be here, you know, as long as I've been here dealing with it for 13 years. When I was diagnosed with stage four, I thought I would be dead by now. But I gave it up to God right then and there. I just say, you know what? At your hardest time in life, whether dealing with cancer or anything else, just stop, get down on your knees and just say, God, I'm giving this up to you right now. Because if you give it up to him, he will definitely handle it. And there were days when I still wasn't sure. There were, you know, we, we go through that sure. where you kind of lose your hope and that's the day that you have to stop and pray again and say, all right, God, I'm sorry. I'm taking it back from you. I'm giving it right back. Thank you, Tara, for reminding us about the power of faith and commitment. We've had such great guests here on the program, and all of these programs in their entirety are listed for easy listening at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, one of our topics through the year has been nutrition, good nutrition, and uh, we have a clip of a special guest now. And her name is Erin Smucker, and she's a licensed nutritionist at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Let's listen to this conversation about good nutrition with Erin and Percy. Why is the conversation uh, of nutrition, nutrition support, why is this important to the, so important to the cancer population? How does nutrition theoretically impact cancer care and treatment? So there's a lot of different types of cancers and nutrition does vary depending on the type of cancer. Okay. Um, so we follow the a set of guidelines. They are, you know, for normal health, but when we go into different cancers such as GI cancers or head and neck cancers, that requires, um, you know, those individuals are at a higher risk for malnutrition um, depending on what treatment they're receiving. They sometimes lose the ability to eat by mouth. So we have to 
you know, step in and offer a thing called nutrition support, which involves different routes of feeding. Cancer patients are are challenged, in some cases compromised, nutritionally. Mm -hmm. To be able to have nutritional support, someone who is properly trained with the licensure that you've just mentioned, and to have that part of their cancer care program and have it integrated with their oncologist and and all of the other evidence-based treatments that they're receiving, how important is it to have that coordinated and and have that coordination with with a treating oncologist? It's really important. Um, You know, if we don't know the plan going in, if we don't know the treatments, we don't know the side effects, and then we... By knowing all of that and coordinating with a medical oncologist, we can um, give better nutrition advice. We can also kind of uh, gear the patient more or the individual more so as to what to expect and um, what to provide them with educationally wise mm-hmm. um, and following them too. Uh, you know, different things can change so fast, um, especially with treatment changes. And, you know, the longer a patient goes, the longer an individual goes receiving care um, from a medical oncologist also means that things are changing nutritionally. Okay. We love to fellowship around food. In many cases, what traditionally happens, you know, if you're part of a fellowship in a church, is that people will bring meals to cancer patients because obviously they may be tired, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Let's talk about understanding the fact that all things food-related are not necessarily appropriate or good for a cancer patient, depending on their condition, depending on what type of treatment they're receiving. How important is it to really understand the nuances of what we should be eating and preparing for people? Yeah, and I think that tradition is awesome and so great. Um, but I would just probably just ask, you know, if you're bringing a meal to a family, I would just ask, you know, maybe is there any dietary restrictions? Did their dietitian or medical oncologist uh, advise them to not have certain foods um, because they're having a specific symptom or they're, you know, have textural issues or need to be following a specific consistency with their foods so they're able to tolerate whatever you're, you know, very... Uh, nicely and uh, gracefully giving them. So I would just probably check with the individual in order because it, it just it's varies so much. <laughs> it's been so good to have experts like Erin join us here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We really appreciate uh, she and so many others for all the advice they've given us about cancer treatment options available. Hey, Percy, let's, uh, let's mention to our listeners that in our show notes posted online at our website, we've listed all of these top 10 shows in their entirety. So you can click on the links and go back and listen to the entire conversation, not just the clip we're hearing today. That is correct. And then you can make reference to all of that. and It will be available right online on our webpage. The Bible and health has been one of our main topics. Well, you know, we've talked about nutrition, but in addition to talking about nutrition and cancer, we've also tied the idea of general health and good health back to biblical precepts and concepts. And so that's also part of this particular show. Yeah, and uh, the link to that whole show is in the show notes, as I said, at healthhopeandinspiration.com, as is the program we called Cancer Prevention, which was very helpful, and it's number five on our list of the top ten. A lot of people found that to be very helpful. Absolutely. When we begin to talk about cancer, what many people are interested in, how can we possibly prevent cancer? And so we had that discussion on that particular show. Let me mention again our resource, our free resource we're offering to listeners. Again, this is one of the most popular things that we've given to listeners and they've appreciated it. It's called Foods of the Bible. It has. It's probably been the most popular offering 
of downloads that we've made available to individuals. So please don't miss out on this. Tons of wonderful information as you can continue to help empower yourself. And you put this together, I'm sure, with the help of Carolyn Lammersfeld. Carolyn has been with us a couple of times. One of the programs that Carolyn did with us was called How Sweet It Is, talking about sugar and cancer. And Percy, you had that conversation with Carolyn. That was loaded with information. Yeah, interestingly enough, people are very interested in understanding the role of sugar in terms of cancer. And so we talked about the dynamic and the application of sugar and cancer in that particular show. If you'd like to listen to that program, go to healthhopeandinspiration.com. Check out the show notes where we've provided a link to how sweet it is. Carolyn Lammersfeld, our guest here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Well, we've talked about such a variety of topics. How about taking worry out of cancer? Well, worry is a big part of what happens mentally and emotionally to cancer patients. So we felt it would be important to address that subject on this show. And people really found it to be very helpful. Matter of fact, it was number three on the list of the most popular 10 programs. So it really spoke to the hearts of individuals in a very impactful way. Well, Percy, we're so grateful that Cancer Treatment Centers of America makes this program possible with all this information that we're able to provide. And I want to point out to our listeners that Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And there's more information at healthhopeandinspiration.com, where you can click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of that homepage, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, I know that one of your favorite conversations was with Harry Gatewood. Harry Gatewood is a great chaplain at one of our facilities, and he talked about many things, but one of them was about understanding how to meet people where they were as they are and loving them into the conversation of spirituality. It was number two on our list of top 10 programs, and here's Percy with Harry. Let's talk about the power or the necessity in your opinion, of spiritual support in a healthcare environment. Percy, one of the first things that I express is you can't have healing without the emphasis of spirituality. So when you add spirituality into the healing process, it only helps usher in that healing. So I find that that's a powerful culmination of spirituality in addition to health care or an individual's well-being is essential. What about those people who don't embrace spirituality? They don't want to be prayed for. They don't want to talk about God in their life. What about those folks? How do you handle and respond to those individuals? Not everyone wants to speak about spirituality, but oftentimes just having a relationship with that individual mm-hmm. helps them find hope, helps them find healing. From a humanistic standpoint, uh, individuals are more than their diagnosis, more than their health issues. So, you know, it might be, be as simple as talking about the weather, talking about what's going on in their world, how are their, how's their family, meeting them where they are. And from there, I build that relationship saying, what gives you hope? What are your loves? What makes you go? And as they express those things, we, we build off of those, and that's how relationship is formed. Does good relationship building in that regard theoretically open an organic door for spirituality to blossom in a person's life if they're open to it? Loving an individual for who they are, being present with them, showing your concern, uh, being consistent with them uh, when they have their appointments, when they they come and see their oncologist, 
this is always helpful because I want to see Harry. And the more they see Harry, the more that relationship is built. Mm. And it ends up being very organic, more so than press saying, I have to go see my chaplain. We focus on their loves, their hopes. So when they are able to connect their loves and their hopes, their passions with spirituality, it brings them to a point of saying, this is what makes me keep going. And this is how I'm going to overcome my cancer. This is what's going to help me bring forth my healing. And healing comes more so organically when they are focused on not their cancer, not their diagnosis, but knowing that there's, this is more than me. And I'm going to live for these reasons. Define for me, from your perspective, what is healing? What does that mean? Healing. It's only something I find that God can do. Healing not only is necessarily physical, but healing can be something spiritual or mental or even physical. But I find that all of healing and encompassing of that, that word comes from God or the divine. When you say only can come from God, help me out a little more specifically with that. Well, some people say, well, my doctor was the key uh, member in bringing forth healing for me. But I find that God also uses the, the doctor, the, the medicines, the treatment to help bring forth that healing. So healing is something that does come from God, but God also has agents that he works through that, that helps bring forth that healing. Healing, I think it comes from a communal perspective. It's not just one individual that brings forth healing, but each individual in their own right helps bring forth the collective healing. And the more you find yourself in community, the more you can engage in that healing. What's the one big thing that you want to leave this audience with today about the role and the power and the effect of spirituality in the life of an individual struggling with sickness and disease? The essence of positivity uh, to win the fight against any agent or anything that you go through, uh, it starts with the mind. And when your mind can embrace those relationships, can embrace community, uh, and even embracing yourself, that's when you find the fullness of life and you can truly live. Great thoughts from Reverend Harry Gatewood, our number two program as we count down the top 10 programs here on our 100th program of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Well, Percy, we've come to number one. It happens to be the first program we did together. It did. And indeed, this was probably one of the most powerful shows. Uh, a young lady by the name of Kimberly Conrad, who talked about how her faith impacted her cancer journey and shared some wonderful nuggets of truth that empowered her. You have such a positive spirit and attitude about you. Where, where does that come from, Kimberly? Well, that comes from Jesus because my hope is eternal and it's anchored in him. And so when you look at this question, am I going to die? Yes, I am. And what's going to happen when I die? I'm going to be with my Savior in paradise. Then everything else is just part of the journey here on earth. There are going to be troubles. Things are going to come and go. There are going to be times that are ease and there's going to be times of disease. And with cancer, I was in a time of dis-ease. Hasn't all been easy, I would imagine. No, it hasn't, but it's been an interesting journey. So once I claimed that I am anchored in eternity and I had bequeathed my soul to my Lord and Savior, I bequeathed all my earthly possessions to my son, then it was just a matter of um, fighting and learning to thrive during that time. And, you know, it's amazing because... um, you, you don't know what's next, but God tells us, do not borrow trouble from tomorrow. So there's that 
that balance between investing in the future, but not borrowing any trouble <laughs> back out of the future. And so um, this is something I never would have chosen cancer. And it was a hard time in the body, but it was a sweet time in the spirit. I, I felt that I drew closer to God. I focused on his attributes. I would start each morning without, instead of worrying um, about what was to come, just focusing on praising him for who he was. And out of that praising came um, a feeling of gratitude. And I found that gratitude is a very spiritually fertile ground and place to be. And so he just began to to teach me about how much he loved me and that I am his beloved. And, you know, God was actually already preparing the way in the grieving of my husband. So in that grieving process, I was reaching. I was reaching for my source of light. I was going to the core. And it was in staying in prayer, um, staying prayerful, realizing uh, that when God tells me that he'll never leave me nor forsake me, therefore I need not fear, really stepping into that, believing that, digesting that. And I came from a place by being in God's word and praying in the support of my church and friends and, and family across the United States that were praying for me, moving from feeling very vulnerable to feeling very valued, beloved of God. He'll never leave me or forsake me to feeling valiant. I want you to just speak to, again, the importance of how you translated your faith into actionable Mm -hmm. steps toward using good health care processes to fight your battle while trusting in God. I'm not sufficient to provide for myself spiritually, but through Jesus Christ, God's grace is proficient and realizing that that is really my whole life. That trickles down through my whole life and that God has created a body that is designed to immune system to work. And when things aren't working, I feel like that all of that treatment, everything that was available, that's why I wanted to get to experts. I wanted someone that had the state of the art because I feel like that's God's provision. It was, I felt like, his provision for me to fight. And to fight not knowing what the outcome's going to be, that's in God's hands, is is not my responsibility uh, to know the outcome. My responsibility is to run the race well, to fight well. Not only our first program, but our most popular program, Kimalia Conrad here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Yeah, woo-hoo. We are celebrating 100 <laughs> shows, and it is a thrill. One of the things that Kimalia shared that I thought was powerful was that she had to learn how to bequeath all of her earthly goods to her son, but her eternal hopes rested in her Lord. We have learned so much together, and we will be learning so much more together as you tune in, as you subscribe to the podcast, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. You can do that at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. You can do it directly through iTunes if you like. Use your favorite podcast app, but download and subscribe to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And don't forget about the free resource being offered this week, Foods of the Bible. Our time is up. Percy, great to be with you. Happy 100. Happy 100. Congratulations. Love you, my friend. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person. 
body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. 